Hi, and welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. In this podcast, I give you ideas, insights, information, and inspiration to help you achieve your potential in business and in life. So let's get stuck into this week's show. Hello and welcome to this week's show on the Wealthy Wednesday podcast. It's me, Dave Drimmy, here just to have some fun with you and uh, share some good old-fashioned stories with you. And this week, I'm really excited. In fact, last week, we talked about Alex Hermosi and how he has created over $180 million online since 2016, and this is 2022. However, at the core of his success is the simple fact that he has an ability to choose the right market or niche or niche, if you're in the US, of course. And creating a category of one, as in you, where you are the first person who springs to mind in the minds of your ideal clients is what I want to talk about today in this week's show. So too many of us think that everybody is our target customer. I know I certainly have in the past and possibly you have as well. And it's so simple to do because we are all figuring out how to sell our products or services to a marketplace in general to create sales and profit and you know feed our family etc however if you do this you're destined to fail or at least become an overworked and busy fool and just like in episode 18 where we talked about building a people first culture where your employees are at the core of your business growth because they serve your ideal clients they in turn must feel happy about working with great clients and in fact, just last week, I was speaking with a client of mine who's a successful electrician wanting to grow his business to the next level. And he actually refuses to let his team go into certain neighborhoods in the city in which he operates because he personally would not want to go there. He just feels that it's not a nice or even safe neighborhood. So whenever he gets an instruction from a client or a request to do business there, he will vet the area, the postcode, etc., and he he chooses not to let his team go there. And you know, I think that's so important—a really valuable lesson because he really looks after his team because they, in turn, look after his business. He also does other things. He takes them away every quarter, and he he looks after them. And it's really like a, a family culture he's actually got in his business. And it's no reason his business is going to explode through seven figures over the next twelve months when he's working with me because. He's got so many of the foundations in place. Back to choosing the right marketplace. When you're doing this, you should be looking for four key elements when choosing a profitable marketplace, okay? First and foremost, number one is pain your clients have. Number two is purchasing power of your clients. Number three is, are they easy to target on media platforms? And number four is, is it a growing market? Okay, so so what do I mean by this? Let's start with the pain. When you can solve a pain of your client, you become different. You become their hero. And just like if you were visiting your doctor with an ailment, uh, the, the more serious the condition, the more expertise you would want from the consultants you were referred to, okay? I mean, if you had a common cold, you could simply go to the local pharmacy and get some medication over the counter, probably at the lowest price because... Why not? Because they're all pretty much going to be a similar price, okay? Whereas if you had a heart condition or a brain tumour that was life-threatening, I'm sure you would agree with me that you would pay any 
amount of money to resolve it. Or think of your children, if not you. If one of your children actually had a brain tumour, would you remortgage the house? Would you sell all your assets just to be able to pay for your child to get better? I know I would. And um, that it's just, it's an emotional element. So the same thing happens in business, okay? If you sell a product or service that is easily available in the marketplace, you will probably have to compete on price. However, if that problem was urgent, as in either serious or had to be done immediately, then you can charge a premium rate for either your expert knowledge or the speed at which you solve the problem for that customer or client. I'll dive deeper into this in a minute with some questions I hope will help you stand out from your competitors with something I call a a market dominating position, which is a bit like a USP or unique selling proposition on steroids, if you like, but I'll, I'll share a few questions in a minute. Step two of choosing the right marketplace is purchasing power. By this, I mean, can your marketplace afford what you're selling? For example, a friend of mine has a colleague who sells yachts that are in the 10 million to 50 million range, okay, 10 to 50 million. Now that may be outside your range. I know it's certainly outside mine at the moment, but here's what's different. At the boat shows where this gentleman is actually selling these yachts, you have to have an invite to go aboard the yachts so that only qualified buyers are actually looking around rather than curious people like you and I, who only have like 100 bucks to the name. Not that I've got 100 bucks to the name, but anyway, it's a, it's a generality. You've got to understand that you need to have the right people looking at your product or service that actually have the right amount of money and can afford your product or service. So, so think about your business. Can people afford what you're actually trying to sell them or not? If not, it may be time to focus on another segment of your market. Now, this is a subject I love helping my clients with for two reasons. First, I love the research aspect of of helping my clients identify these segments. And second, my clients make more profit from selling in the correct marketplace and therefore they love me and they continue doing business with me because they take my advice to heart and they apply it and implement it. And talking of market, step three is all about creating a steady stream of ideal buyers by using social media platforms for targeting ideal clients through paid advertising. It's a bit like going into a supermarket and buying a product, except on social media platforms, you can target your ideal clients. It's slightly changing at the moment with Web 3.0, but it's very, very powerful indeed. And when you combine this with using alliances or joint ventures and referral systems, which you and I will dive into over the coming weeks, it's really, really, really powerful concept, okay? So basically, step three is all about fishing for your ideal clients in the correct places. I mean, you would never fish for carp in a salmon river. You would only fish for carp in a pond. That's the correct environment. And the same applies with your clients and customers. Depending on your marketplace, you might find them on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, or some other relevant platform, whatever time you're listening to this podcast in the future. It it could be anything, okay? Now, the key here is to research your market carefully and you will know best place to fish. Step four, this is all about targeting a growing marketplace. And it can be an ordinary marketplace that's growing. 
I mean, during COVID, if you're involved in, in selling toilet rolls, for example, all you had to do was have a stock of toilet roll or face masks or whatever, and you could sell them easy peasy. It's not a problem. However, you've got to look at uh, a growing marketplace which you can stay in for the long term, okay? Because there are some marketplaces that go up and down and what have you. But anyway, listening to a story of a highly successful entrepreneur targeting local newspapers to offer them an amazing service to increase sales, he got a huge resistance even though his product was phenomenal, okay? He had a brilliant digital product, okay? The reason he got resistance was because for the last decade, newspaper sales have been declining at over 25% per year, every single year. So he took the opportunity on the advice of a mentor to pivot into another sector. And using the four principles we, we've discussed on this show, he's absolutely crushing it. And his sales are growing week upon week, month upon month. So it's, it's fantastic because he's used the advice that I'm giving you to change his business by pivoting. So my question for you is this, are you applying these four principles in your business when choosing a profitable marketplace? Are you discovering the pain your clients have and creating a solution? Are you defining the purchasing power of your clients? I mean, are you looking to sell 10 to 50 million yachts? Great questions. Think about your marketplace, okay? Point three was learning how to easily target on media platforms and finding out where your ideal clients are, are huddling, okay? And lastly, is your marketplace green and growing? Is it on a list of growing markets? I mean, you can look at Google Trends and all sorts of things. There's wonderful platforms out there. Basically, I encourage you to do a bit of deep dive so you're in front of your marketplace. If you do this, you're going to be more successful than your competitors, okay? And right now, I'm working with several companies and just help them doing exactly this. And there's something called the diffusion of innovation theory, which if you Google it, you've got innovators, you've got early adopters, then you've got early majority, and it's a rising curve. Then it goes down the other side into late majority and laggards. Now, there's 2.5% in innovators, and they're getting really early. Then there's the early adopters, around about 13.5%. And then there's 34% of the early majority. That's a bit like riding a surfboard on a wave. You get in front of the wave and it takes you forward. Then when you get to the back end of the wave, you've got a late majority and certainly laggards. Then it all it's all about competition. It's about lowest price. And if that's the case in your marketplace, you you need to get in touch with somebody that can help you go and look really at the early adopt, go to the front end, look at your marketplace and find a way that you can become the advisor or you can serve an early majority because that's where the money is. It's in the growth side of things and there's longevity there as well. And in doing so, as business owners, we must always be looking for ways to surf on the front end of the wave because that's where you build momentum of sales and profit. And this should be something you explore annually or biannually. Now, a few minutes ago, I promised you some questions that would help separate you out from your competitors in the minds of your ideal clients. So here it goes, because when you apply this, you will really power up your sales and profit, okay? And the good news is it's simple and easy to do as an exercise. So question one, what is the thing that totally separates you from your competition? 
Question two, is there a clear differentiation about your product or service over what your competition offers? Question three, what's important to your customer or client? What is it that's important to them? Not what can you sell them, but what's important to them, okay? Question four, what problems do your clients have that they clearly do not want that you could solve for them? Next question, what results do you provide that solve these problems? The reason we're asking these questions is when you can articulate this, you will attract your ideal clients directly to you. And this is really, really powerful. Next question, to what extent do you currently convey any of this to your prospects in your marketing or your messaging? And if you don't, now is the time to do this because it shows to your marketplace that you actually care and you know your subject. So if we could create a market-dominating position that addresses both the problems of your clients and the results you provide, and you can get all your staff to use it at every appropriate opportunity, and you incorporated it in all your marketing efforts, by what percent would that impact your business in terms of growth? What other areas of impact are there? So, so powerful. So those questions, I hope you take them on board because they will help guide you to a wonderful new place and put you on the front end of the diffusion of innovation theory curve, okay? And by the way, it's a great idea to increase your prices by say 10% a quarter until you start getting resistance and customers start to complain because that is almost certainly your correct market price. Think I'm mad? Well, call me and I'll show you the statistics that explain how much more profit you're making, even if you lost 33% of your customers. Listen, I genuinely, genuinely hope that this show has been helpful because I want you to be incredibly successful and to use the additional profit you will create as a result of these simple steps so you can invest in becoming wealthy. All I ask in return is that you, you share with me a, a golden nugget that you've actually learned and that are actually going to apply. Please, please reach out and let me know because that's vital because I want to be able to do the best. And, and by the way, next week, we're going to talk about the aspect of leads and alliances and joint ventures. We've got so many things coming that are going to help you to move forward and grow your business. Until next Wednesday, I hope you have a happy, healthy and wealthy week. Thanks for listening to the Wealthy Wednesday podcast with me, Dave Drimmy. Check the show notes below for further details on this week's episode, including links to resources mentioned in the show. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you'll find us on Apple, Spotify, and all good podcast apps. See you next week.